Wardcast episode 210. Go! Whoa. I'm Dylan Vento, and over here testing a Doppler effect on his mic, Nelson Johnson. Hello! I'm sure it's going to sound great. Also joining us, Alex Damrath. Hi, I'm over here. No, guys, this is like <laughs> upsetting me, <and> my OCD. <laughs> oh, yeah, you get ready for that one. And Joe's here. Hello, I'm right on the mic. And he's Batman. Where's Harvey Dent? Swear to me. <laughs> All right, Alex. Yeah. You can give me one. Uh, your best. Where are the drugs going? <laughs> it's Adam West as Christian Bale. Oh, I was going to say it's Bane as... <laughs> I think I think I stole that from a college humor bit, so I'm gonna get a call out. But yeah, Yeah, call out college humor. You know those Uh, guys; they're still hustling. They're still trying to be famous. That's right. Yeah. Yo, fuck college. I can't give them a hand with our huge platform. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know college humor just shut down. Did they? I think they might have. No, 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 no. Uh, They're they're still going. Uh, Also, I just realized I just found out that Drawfee is part of the College Humor Network. Oh, which is weird. What's Drawfee? Drawfee is like where some artists like a little bit like, oh, we don't know what these Bloodborne bosses look like, but we're gonna have you draw them based on what their their names are and a few like random things. So they do like thirty minute like sketches where every blind sketches. I was gonna say I thought Gus Johnson started doing things for them, but I think he's doing stuff with Comedy Central now. So if you haven't seen Drawfee, it is delightful. It's amazing. Doesn't Comedy Central have a stake in college humor? I think they might. Okay, they I could. Don't I, don't I don't know. I don't know. That don't sounds know. that sounds familiar. Chances are high. We're gonna talk about some games. Have games. you no news? Have you played a video game, Dylan? Have I played a video game? Uh, I played some board games. Oh, at, at PAX West. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How um, was that? It was good. No, yeah. That's games without a controller. Yes. Uh, board oh. game people like calling us digital games. Which right. which agitates me. Okay. I, speaking as a board games? game person, yeah, that fucking sucks. It's video is right there. Yeah, like right. I know video. We game, have right. a name like, already. Video games kind of a dumb oh, name even when you think about it. Game. But <laughs> digital games, like they get frustrated by the fact that we can just instantaneously make like a hundred more units of our <laughs> our products. <laughs> Part of me almost said yours That's requires trees, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Look yeah. at us. We're still going to be here after the apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> uh, part of me almost said uh, that's too many syllables, and then I realized same syllable. it's the same. same syllable. I was just trying to find a reason. It doesn't to, roll to be off mad. the tongue quite as easily, though. Well, that's I played sure. two board games, <gasps> which is a lot for me. Tell us about them, Dylan. Um, Monopoly. So, uh, Risk. Yeah. <laughs> I played Socialist Monopoly. Did you guys see that fucking thing? God, that thing? sucks so bad. <laughs> you should go look up that, that Twitter thread of the Sounds Socialist that, Monopoly. That was just the worst. Sounds who, phenomenal. Who greenlit that? Is me. it a meme like thing? Or well, it... so it's made by Parker Brothers, but and they're was... actively mocking socialism, but they don't know okay. how socialism works. So they, like, basically, what they are actually mocking is the worst parts of capitalism. Yes. Which was really... Like, if you analyze this version of Monopoly... It's really bad at doing what it's trying to do. Are there do. any like primary mechanics that you can point to? Um, oh, there's like um, the, the tax thing. Like there's a there's that pot mm-hmm. that you pay into. And the joke is, oh, sometimes randomly that pot just goes to somebody. Like how capitalism? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Uh, okay. 
Yeah. But yeah so what games, games did you play? <laughs> All right. Um, our buddy Pat that we played his game, yeah. um, um, uh, Expect Delays uh-huh. at, at PAX East. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has another game that's called Complicated Board Game, the card game. Yes. So basically... I'm One million percent. How in. it works is you have a hand of cards... So you have two types of cards. You have tile cards and you have like player playing cards. Uh-huh. Um, so how the tile cards work is that there's a field that you play the tile cards on and they all have different um, characteristics or they're, they're, they're different aspects. So like there's like a sheep, a hat, a castle, a person, or I think they're called like soldier or something. And, and they work on this um, like rock, paper, scissors wheel. So it's like you have a sheep, which uh, a soldier, you can only play a soldier on top of a sheep. And then you can only play a hat on top of a soldier, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, it's, oh, yeah, it's, yeah no, it's, I got you. I got you. It kind of makes sense. Um, and so there's a player field that you have to play these things. And the goal is to get rid of, you get five tile cards at the beginning of the game. Your goal is to get rid of all of them. Um, hmm. So, but the thing is, the way that you put them on the, play them on the field changes depending on what the rule set is. So you know how you have like mana cards in Magic where it's like I play a sure. land and the land is always in play. You have yeah. that in this game except they're rule cards. And the rule oh, that's cards cool. change significantly the dynamic of the game. So you yeah. have a rule card that's like okay um, uh, the way you play the tiles are in X and Y configuration. or um, The cardinal directions. Um, so basically like you start out with like one card. There's like one tile card that gets played in the middle of the field and you stack on top of it. You, you you go you know above, below, left to right of it to like play out the field. So it's like, oh, if there's a sheep card, I play a soldier card in any of those directions, and that's me eliminating that tile card from my hand, right? Mm-hmm. So we can play a new rule card that says, okay, instead of uh, cardinal directions, um, it's just in the y-axis. So instead of being able to play it in any of the four cardinal directions, you can only play it north or south of that card. Yeah. Got it? That's pretty cool. You can also play a different rule card that's like, oh, now we play in stack. So instead of playing placing it adjacent to that tile card, we pl- you play it on top of it, and you work on <laughs> the z-axis. Working oh, up. damn. Got it? Yeah. And also play a rule card that says like, all right, soldiers are wild. You can place them any, like they count toward, they count as any type of card. Got I like, it? yeah, yeah, keep going. And you yeah. also have basically uh, player points each turn, basically work like mana mm-hmm. of how many cards you can play each turn. Um, and there's like a, there's a cost uh, corresponding to them in, in like the corner of each card. Um, so you can like play stuff that, that affects your, your hand. You can play stuff that affects other people's hands. You, I played a rule that was like, all right, everyone has to play with their hands visible to every other player. Mm-hmm in the game cool. so everyone mm-hmm. has to put their cards down yeah uh you can also basically work like trap cards you can play a card uh special cards that face down and only activate during win conditions um and they're like special win condition cards so the 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 default win condition is get rid of all of your tiles um so i did that yeah i, said, I got rid of all my tiles and i had four and there was a line of soldiers um stacked four deep um in a vertical configuration and pat goes i play my hidden win condition tic tac four if there are any configurations that are four in a row on the board i win wow and i'm like all right that was cool (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that was going in a really good place and then that happened yeah yeah then i was like well fuck this yeah Mm. um but it was interesting uh pat pat makes interesting games i like to expect delays uh i wanted to play it some more at west but i don't think he had it with him oh okay um i also played a game called someone has died i've heard of this all right yeah someone has died um apparently is easily compared to fiasco but you only play with cards 
So someone has died plays out like this. Someone acts as the estates of a recently deceased person. Okay. And there are several types of cards. There are role cards. There are relationship cards. There are uh, backstory cards. And there are objection cards. Okay. So the estate plays a single role card and says, someone has died. I am the estate of X, Y, or Z. Um, and one of you playing will inherit what the estate has. And so they play a role card. Um, for the second time we played, the role was a talking dog. So the recently <laughs> deceased was like Jonathan, the talking dog. And, As it should And it's be. an improv game, so everyone has to improvise oh, that's cool. things around, yeah, yeah. around that. And then everyone else that is seeking to in, uh, inherit the, uh, the estate have a role card, one relationship card, and two backstory cards. Um, and the game plays out in, in rounds. In the first round, you play all all those four cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and and when the estate likes something, finds something particularly funny or interesting or well crafted that you say, they give you an objection card, which you can play against one of the other players when they're giving their backstory. Yeah. So, for example, uh, during the recently deceased estate of Jonathan the Talking Dog, I was given my cards were. Uh, Actually, no, I'm going to do the other one because I really like the other one too. And then I'll say the second one. The first one I got was uh, my role was an orphan. Okay. <laughs> my relationship to the deceased was they were my childhood bully. And okay. my two backstory cards were I like to take selfies and I like to huff helium. Both of which are <laughs> true to real life. So I played the character of Orphan, the orphan. Oh, yeah, yeah, Who yeah, yeah. was a uh, balloon-sucking influencer on Instagram. <laughs> who was made fun of for my uh, taste for helium as a child by the recently deceased? It's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty so you good. have to you have to create the story and try to convince the the estates of of why you are deserving of, and they can make up whatever the inheritance mm-hmm. is. So right. like for Jonathan the talking dog, the inheritance was a doghouse and also twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and that was your bully. Uh, no, so my of? bully was a different character in a oh. previous round. Oh, okay. Um, during that round, my character was. Uh, my cards were I was a robot with feelings. <laughs> I forgot what my backstory was. Um, oh, my or my relationship to the character. My relationship to the character is I hypnotize them. Uh, the estate also made up the fact that uh, Jonathan the talking dog uh, died because he ate a chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my oh, way to go. My relationship was that I hypnotized uh, Jonathan. So I told the story of that I hypnotized him to like sweets. And desserts, which led to his untimely demise. And my backstory cards were, I believed in ghosts. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I liked to, uh, and I wanted to compete in an arm wrestling competition. Again, true to life. Yes. So Mm -hmm. I played the role of uh, Flexo, the the arm wrestling robot. With feelings. With feelings. Who believes in ghosts. That believes in ghosts and is afraid that Jonathan the talking dog will come back to haunt me. Rad. I do like the idea of a robot who is surrounded by humans and is just like, when you all die, I will hunt down your ghosts, sir. Mm. Or just be terrified of those ghosts. Like I think I, I play. I was terrified of ghosts. Mm. Um, so that's the first round. Everyone yeah. does that. And then the second round. So normally it plays out in like four or five rounds, I believe. But we we shortened it to just two. So every subsequent round, um, someone you're given a new backstory card. Mm-hmm. And you have to uh, incorporate that into your story and your relationship with, really with cool. the deceased and stuff. And you're just yeah. trying to convince the person. Uh, so we were playing with with the dev, and uh, by default, she was giving us objection cards, um, just 
at least one. And mm-hmm. then if we were really good, she would give us another one. Mm-hmm. Um, the injection cards are really interesting. So you can play them anytime during someone else's talking and it adds a wrinkle to their thing. So sometimes it's just like, oh, you have to pull another back backstory card. Um, one was, oh, you're in witness protection. This isn't your real identity. Draw oh, a new identity card and you have to you have to play that instead. Oh, uh, that's cool. One, mm. The one that was played on me by Anya yeah. as Flexo the talking robot with feelings that was afraid of ghosts and uh-huh. hypnotized the dog to eat uh, chocolate cake. Uh-huh. She played a uh, uh, objection card that was I had a second face on the back of my head that had a second personality. So I had to just draw a yes. second personality card. Guess who my second personality card was? What? It was Poseidon, the god of the oceans. <laughs> okay. So I had to then juggle Flexo, the arm wrestling robot. And with, Poseidon. With Poseidon. You know, I believe in you. So how'd it go? Well, Anya had to play as an Italian mobster um, sure. that was threatening the estate to give her the money. Okay. And uh, she made a offhand comment to cannolis. And then I referenced the Greek god Priapus and talked about cannolis and no one appreciated that joke. That's a good joke. Yeah. I thought that was really good. For those who don't know, Priapus is the Greek god of male fertility. I thought it was an okay joke. Uh, In the words of um, Woodhouse from Archer and also woefully esoteric. So the win con, like, how, how does the does the estate determine based on performance, or is, is it like, it, yeah, yeah. like apples like apple style? Apple style yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like okay. cards against humanity kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh, I thought this one was particularly funny. She kept splitting the inheritance mm. between two people. So like, as the Greek god Poseidon, the the doghouse happened to be beachfront property. So I inherited the doghouse, and then nice. Anya got the twenty k because she. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so it's just it's just a bunch of fun improv, just goofing funny. around and yeah. stuff. I actually kind of played a similarly performative game this weekend. Um, it was it was a game. Uh, I can look at the title in just a minute, but we were all uh, it was in rounds, and you were one person was a customer going to psychics, the other one, everybody else was playing psychics, and you had to come up with a psychic persona. Except that two of the psychics were frauds; they weren't actually psychics. Everyone is given a card that has like. If you're a fraud, you just get words you're not allowed to say. If you're a psychic, an actual psychic, you get words and a picture that you're describing. So you get the words you can't say and a picture you're describing. So the psychics have to like kind of come up with this persona and then like present details without saying these words. So like, what's that I game? See, the, uh, what's that game that you have to you have to get someone to charades? No, 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 no. taboo. It's taboo, taboo. Yeah, taboo's like that. You play taboo. Oh, where you have to get someone to say a word. Yeah, but you yeah. can't. But there's a list of of right. words, things yeah. that you can't say. In this case, though, the whole entire point is that uh, the customer is trying to determine, okay, who's bullshitting a description of a picture and who's <laughs> actually seen the picture and is describing it. Oh, and so it's got like a little bit of werewolf in it, where it's like someone can be fraudulently trying to be the psychic. Right. Yeah. Because cool. the frauds. So, so the, the the customer has five hundred or has a certain amount of money based on the number of players and can can distribute it. Um, and at the end of the game, they, they, if they, if they pay frauds, they get cursed. If they pay psychics, uh, then they're good. But, uh, every, every round you rotate who's psychics, who's customers. And, uh, it's the goal ultimately is actually to have the most money psychics at the end. But the interesting thing about it is that like, if you're a fraud, you kind of have to up the performative part of it. Mm-hmm. And so people put on accents and put on, you know, like all these like, you know, tropey psychic uh, traits. Yeah. And it was it was just really interesting because it, it really was a good blend of like, okay, there's an actual like determining mechanic for who wins, mm-hmm. but you, you, it requires the performative part to kind of oh. 
cover up, you know, uh, mechanical differences between the the player base. Yeah, and someone has died. I wish they didn't. I wish the the person running it didn't split the reward every time because mm. like that kind of almost kind of defeated the purpose to me a little bit. Oh, sorry. Just to clarify, that game is called Trust Me, I'm Psychic. I just Trust Me, I'm Psychic. Yeah. Uh, if we're on the topic of board games. Hit me, Alex. Let's see. I did uh, two with between uh, now and when when we last met. Uh, I've got Trogdor, the board game. Trogdor! Oh, man. Which uh, shipped to me from its Kickstarter mm-hmm. uh, warehouse somewhere finally, and I got to try it. And Does he have a big, beefy arm? It's got a big, beefy arm. That yes. Trogdor. And consummate Vs. Massive arm. Uh, I. So I have to say... I think I backed it solely on just like I love Homestar Runner, right? And wasn't expecting a great game. Okay, that oh. might have aided in this a little bit, but sure, I really like it. Are you um, playing peasants rather dashing peasants? No, you're no. burnating the peasants. You are yeah. playing. Uh, so technically, the players are keepers of the trog. We are cultists who are tasked in aiding our patron deity, the Trogdor, to burninate in his the quest village. to burninate the village. Burninate all the peoples. Smash burninate all the thatch roof cottages. Yeah. Uh, every thatch roof cottages. Thatch roof cottages. Every uh, tile. Uh, the board is made up of lots of tiles. They all have like a non-burn side and then a burn side. Uh, got nice. Um, all every there's like three tiles in the board that are they have uh, cottages on them and they flip over to be burned or not burned. Uh, peasants. You can either eat them to gain health or you can uh, set them on fire and then peasants will actually travel in a set path and light everything in the path on fire oh, before cool. dying. Uh, yeah, so there's like some fun uh, techniques you can employ to sort of get the maximum burnination possible on your turn. And everyone's working cooperatively uh, to ensure that everything gets burnated. And then there's knights that are working against you if they move into your character. There's like an AI deck. Got it. And nice. so you draw. no one wants to play as the knights. You want to burn a knight. Exactly. Uh, there's there's a deck that you draw. It shows you what direction all the peasants move in and then a path like like five up, four left, three down Got uh, it. for um, for all of like the knight NPCs. It seems like a, a more simplified uh, uh, kingdom death in a way. Eh. Kingdom death. So I never understood. I never knew the concept of an AI card deck before you Whoa. described it to me in, in Kingdom Death. I think Kingdom Deaths is maybe a little more nuanced than this. Because sure. this is literally just pathing. Yeah, yeah. Like I um, said, like a more simplified version. Sure. And um, and like there's knights, if they run into you or end their turn on you or you run into them, they take off a health. And if Trowdor dies, you lose. Except the, the rules have a little thing in there that's like, it's funny because there's like an official rules that are done up in the style of, of board electrics, the, mm-hmm. the board game version of vid electrics from old Homestar mm, Canon. Nice. Um, that are, it's very clearly like written by them. And then there's like on loose leaf with <laughs> red pen that's like taped into the, into the, the strong rules. Bads version. The strong bads version of the rules. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and like, and like, there's like a chapter for losing and in it, he's like got it all taped over and he's like, Trogdor doesn't lose. Instead, you'd like rage quit and you'd still win. You burn it and everything. And nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. I, uh, the voice actor for strong bad, like ran this game at PAX East. Yeah. One or two times. Matt Chapman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he he wears a like felt cloak that mm-hmm. has felt flames yeah, on yeah. the back of it, and then has the 
strong bad hand puppet and apparently when they were getting ready to do this kickstarter i think he was talking to anya or someone he was like yeah i'm worried i don't know if this if this thing is gonna fund <laughs> and anya, like, looked at him like do you not know like do you know popular the homestar runner yeah. Yeah, yeah i don't <laughs> that's funny oh, that's kind of cute um it is weird i mean like it's it's so old though as well it is sure. like i mean it's old internet right well i mean yeah yeah it's classic, classic internet. internet. Yeah. We don't have names, right? Because like, um, if you say old internet to some people, they think like BBSs, right? It would feature yeah, on the PC Mini, true. on the PC Classic oh. console. Yeah, that comes but not out. like the, the not like the <laughs> C64 Mini. Wait, they're making that. They um, are. They no, are. What's one stage older than that? Like Vectrex Mini. Wait, no, it's a console though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But there, uh, there's an era. There's like there's old internet to us, to millennials, and then mm-hmm. there's old internet to like old millennials, which is right. like like actually like right as the internet was like becoming commonplace yeah. right the internet uh, became real in the 90s that's my stance yeah. on it dbz homeland.com my, my my final stance on it is if you like homestar runner in any capacity you will find some kick out of this game mm-hmm. it's a good time uh it's a little uh it's i find it really easy to play once you get into it but it's sort of hard to explain the rules at first i was uh when talking about dragoon I didn't like how Dragoon sort of has this number system that is uh, like, you know, you get five points and you can use those points for like one movement or one attack or one. Trogdor sort of has a similar deal um, where everyone has a hand of cards and those cards have like points on them. And what you play is how many points you have to move and burn and got eat. It, got and, it. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that that is always like a frustrating concept to explain because it also requires people to like constantly keep numbers in their head and remember like what costs a point and what doesn't. Right. Uh, not maybe one of my least favorite things in a board game. Um, but despite that, uh, cooperation. I think once people get into the game, it's not too hard to figure out. At least easier than Dragoon, and uh, cooperation is made fairly easy. Everyone can kind of uh, keep open about plans and, That's good. and yeah. Um, I think the difficulty is all over the place. It's got in the board, in the rule book, like you can either just sort of arrange the tiles randomly or here's some options for making like an easy board or a medium board or a hard board. Uh, I've done one of each and the easy and the medium were like too easy. Mm-hmm. And then the hard was ridiculous. Like like that mm-hmm. one we lost like pretty quickly. Well, so as a game designer, I feel like you, you <laughs> probably find a, a good way to the balance maybe between the way too easy in the baby yeah i haven't experimented with making my own board yet out of the tiles but yeah possibly are there just like funnels and stuff it's like hey here's a waterway that you can't traverse you have to like go over a bridge and no it's it's um there most of them are just plain uh there's a few that are like this is a tile that a cottage goes on there's a lake that cannot be burninated until you burninate everything around it okay um because you can't burninate water and super these are easily hexes? No, they're all they're square tiles. Oh, okay. Uh, five by five Got is it. always how it gets made. Um, there's trees that I don't think do anything. There's mountains that you can hide in. So at the end of your turn, you can spend if you have a point left, you can spend a point and hide, and you won't take any damage if any knight walks over it. Got it. Um, and then there's tunnels that can warp you to another spot on the map. I think those are the only special tiles. Everything else is just there to be burned. Got it. Uh yeah, and then I played uh some Secret Hitler it was a new one I bought. Mm-hmm. Secret mm-hmm. Hitler is amazing. Secret wow. Hitler is pretty good. I've never played it, but I've heard good things. We Very also met that developer because he's working on his like Voint Conf. What's the, what's the oh, thing? Oh yeah, what's the Blade Runner test? Uh, Voint Conf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's making a Voint Conf 
game, card Neat. game. Yeah, that's um, a sequel to Secret Hitler. Uh, uh, Secret Hitler is very beautifully made. All the components are very slick and shiny, and there's like gold foiling on a lot of things. Yeah, I love the design of like the cards. You when you're when you're chancellor or uh, or co or like president, uh, you get like yeah. a wooden placard to place in front of you that says president, and like has little rules for you on the back. Um, it's a social deduction game, so if you play Resistance, Coup, Werewolf, uh, Werewolf uh, you know what you're in for. I've found myself hating these kinds of games. I get this reputation, apparently, among all of my peer group that I'm just too good at these. Ugh. And so either I am the spy and they all think I'm the spy and I lose, or I'm not the spy and they all think I'm the spy and I lose. So I started to just sort of like veer away from these. I'm bad because I'm a terrible liar. Oh, so okay. like oh. I, I'm <laughs> great at. I'm never. I've never yeah. been. I'm not good at like you know socially manipulating people. So like I've never been. I've never had a good game of werewolf because I've usually played with people who mm-hmm. are, you know, uh, sociopaths. Mm-hmm. So they can manipulate people till the cow- cows come home. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, it didn't help that uh, for the first three games I played of this first three rounds that we did, I was a, a fascist every time. So like already, I'm off just to like a great start. My reputation is just gonna continue forever um, as a fascist, right? Uh, <laughs> so that's fun. Um, it's a it's a social deduction game with some extra rules that make it a little more he- uh, a little heavier, but a little more fun. I think I, I found some more enjoyment in this since I haven't found enjoyment in this kind of game in a while. Nice. Um, the everyone votes on who is to be chancellor first. That's every every round, every turn. Uh, the chancellor then draws three cards that will either have like a liberal or a fascist policy on them. It's random. You just draw three from the deck. The three can have uh, any any combination of liberal or fascist policies. Uh, Chancellor picks one to discard. So this one won't be played. Passes the two to his vice president. Vice president discards one. Whatever's left gets played. Got it. So there's an element of randomness where you might be two good guys two liberals and you just happen to draw three fascist policies and Got then it. you have to play. and now and that breeds some discourse chaos uh-huh. amidst the board game where everyone's like well what the fuck guys mm-hmm. you know okay clearly these are you know they're not but it also makes it so that the fascists can very easily lie and say yeah. like oh geez i'm sorry you know i just drew like three it was or like you know, accuse their their vice president. Like, what the fuck, dude? I handed you a liberal and a fascist policy. Why would you play the fascist one? There's so many options for sowing discourse, mm-hmm. creating chaos. Yeah. Um, this game is a blast. There's and every round does the 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 president and the VP change. Right, and then like at the new round, everyone has to vote again. Like Got essentially, it. it passes to the next person, but everyone votes on whether or not they want them to be president. And Got then it. president picks their vice president Got automatically. It. And wait, is chancellor permanent? No. Okay. Chan- yeah, chancellor is president. Um, oh, got yeah. it, got uh, it, got it. <laughs> I'm, but I'm Chancellor sort of, gets voted on per round. But like, Chancellor gets voted on and then picks their vice president if they're successful. Okay. Are you calling them president because there is a version of this game that has like a Donald Trump fascist card? So there is, actually. I didn't buy that. Um, uh, but there is actually like a, an option to buy a Donald Trump pack. Right now, all of the fascist roles, like if you get a card that says you're a fascist, they all have lizard artwork on them. Oh, really? And Hitler. Oh, and so there's, I've totally forgot about like the secret mechanic. There's one 
So there's like, uh, depending on the number of players, liberals always outnumber fascists, but fascists always have a Hitler. Um, Just like real life. Right. There's always a Hitler in there. I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the hit, the liberals outweighing the fascists. I mean, yet to be proven, but Hitler. Where's what I need to knock on? Hitler wants to pretend to be liberal because if there are. I'm mean, again, yeah, the National Socialist Party. I got it. Three yeah. fascist policies enabled and he gets elected president. He wins. He wins. Got it. Um, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. It's That's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we've been having a blast with it, and uh, it's it's a good warm-up party game. It's a great social deduction party game. Just uh, I would recommend that to anyone. I really want to play someone who's dying with folks, because I think... Yeah, that one sounds yeah, like a good time. Really That's fun. Fun. So those are board games. How about those digital games? <laughs> How digital about them? <laughs> digi games, if you will. Oh, digi like games. digital monsters? Yeah. Digital video games. Digital oh, video, video games, games have, have the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> they sure do. And some screens they, sometimes. <laughs> occasionally. Yeah. If you're lucky. Hey, I uh so the, Can we call board games analog games from now on? Yeah, let's do that. They probably are right. honestly. <laughs> no, wait, they'd love that. Can we call board no, games boring great. games? Wow, no. Wow. No. <laughs> Dylan, you're on the podcast. I thought I solidly flipped you on this last year. Got Come em. on, man. Got him. Here you um, are playing board God, games. Still in and there. Like and, and going to PAX Unplugged. Like, yeah, Come confirmed. On, we'll you know, see. We'll see we what happens. We gotta chain Dylan up. Yeah. Huh? No, every time Anya introduces me to one of her board game friends, she goes, this is Dylan. He hates board games. I go, no, I don't. <laughs> Stop making these people hate me. Like, immediately. Look, man, you oh, got a hey, reputation. Anya, see you again. Fuck you, Dylan. Yeah. You got a reputation that precedes you. This is Dylan. Yeah. He hates your work and effort. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you mentioned did we, we did digi, digi games, digital monsters. Um, where does Digimon rank in terms of the collectum? Got got to collect them. Got to acquire them. I think it's a solid number two for me. You it's think a, so? Yeah. So here's the thing. All right, all right. Well, let's list out the ones that exist. All right, Pokemon. Obviously. Pokemon. Yokai Digi Watch. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's one. Digimon. No, Yokai Watch. Yu-Gi-Oh. 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 Um, Bakugan. Yeah, that's one. Baktai. That, no, that's no, not no, it. No. Uh, uh, Blade. Beyblades? Thank you. That's what it's called. Beyblades was fucking legit. I need to propose a serious question to the table. Does custom robo count? No. No, but Cubics robots for everyone. Because yeah. custom robo is count? one robot and counts. then you and then you Right, move but those parts it. are like collectible. Yeah, but 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 and you're going around and when you fight people you collect their But custom parts. robo is not a multimedia franchise. It's got three games. Ah! Okay. Does it have an anime? That's true. It does. Does not. it have a manga? Does it have it collectible might have Magic a card the Gathering game. is about to have an anime made by the Russo brothers. That sounds That's rad. a real thing that's happening. Um, well, once you made a Joker movie that was modeled after um, Martin, Scorsese. Martin Scorsese, uh, anything can happen. There's a Joker anime. Let's we live stop, in, stop. You gotta stop, Joe. <laughs> we live in a society, man. That's a... You can't... Um, <laughs> okay, I would say that 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 Digimon is like solid fourth place. Fourth? I would what's two over and three? Well, yeah, what's two and three? Yu-Gi-Oh! Number two. All right, fair. Um, number... Anything that's not Digimon. I mean, wait. I, I like Monster Rancher. I like almost Cubics. forgot. Never played Cubics. Cubics was cool. I I gotta I gotta say I do really appreciate that Digimon speak English. Yeah, and their evolutions yeah, but they all are ended Mon. Yeah, yeah but that's fine. But I do it's appreciate that their evolutions are like their digilutions. Excuse me, <laughs> are temporary <laughs> and don't. Oh, are they? 
I don't. Yeah, they don't permanently digivolve. They yeah. they go back to normal after also, a while. Also, it's the, so plainly the, the answer is though. Zoids. I don't think Zoids is like a. I don't think Zoids is a collectible. We can. Everyone's number one is. Pokemon. It has I think to be. Pokemon yeah. has to be the number one. Uh, if Zoids counts, I say Zoids is number one. I think Digimon might be number two with Yu-Gi-Oh! very close number three. Mm, number two, know. definitely. Sonic Adventure Chow collecting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Big fair, yes. Fair. <laughs> uh, Hard yes. First of all, anyone who's actually seen the Digimon movie knows it's gold. Yeah, it's um, pretty good. It's not on our list. Or is it? Is is Digimon, Digimon started as a cartoon? I don't think Digimon started as a cartoon and then became a video game. Yeah, um, <laughs> we should verify that though. We, sh- we should. For track uh, mode. <laughs> the movie's great, honestly. The movie's like, actually really fun. Wh- whoever good. dubbed it, I guess, was it four kids? Uh, I don't know if it was four kids. It might have been Viz, but whoever dubbed it definitely it, wasn't four kids. Whoever, <laughs> whoever dubbed it had a great time, and it's just littered with really weird in jokes. That was good. Um, and and like bizarre anti humor. Okay. And Fat Boy Slim. And Fat Boy Slim. Which is like voicing someone? No, no, just this is just a Bad Boy Slim song. There's a I well, praise you. Well, it I, has has yet to beat Buster Rhymes voicing Reptar. So, oh man, I forgot about that. Or, wow, uh, man, we get an obscure voice acting. Did you know Vin Diesel is the Iron Giant? Whoa, uh, there you go. And, uh, and that's your fun fact for today. All right, we're sidetracking. Video Alex, games. Give me a, give me a video game. A video game. I get, okay, so I guess the most apt one to talk about, I just actually finished it last night, um, so it's very fresh, but I've been playing Control. You finished it already? Yeah. How long is that game? So I think with side quests. It's a narrative single player game. Because there's like. a good it's usually like under 20. to 12. Yeah. yeah. There's a good number of side quests. Okay. With side quests, it's a good amount of time. I would say 20, 25 hours. Okay. For the record... If you were just blitzing through the main storyline, yeah. six to eight. Uh, so on that note, the one thing that I heard is you should do those side quests because you will not get things. Like there are certain things... Oh, knowledge. You, oh, okay. Spoiler. All right, all right. Spoiler. I, I, um, Spoiler. I, I haven't like so I didn't do all of the side quests, but I different didn't definitely didn't realize that I was like approaching the end of the game so quickly. Mm-hmm. So I was just doing like some main quests. It was like because I was like pacing myself. Mm-hmm. I had a good amount of side quests being done in between each chapter, and then I was like, "All right, time to do the next main chapter." And then I did it, and the game was done. I was like, "Oh." Nice. All right. Great. It doesn't even give you like any heads up that this is like the final act. You does kind it n- of jump into it. Okay. Yeah. Does it narratively feel like you like? Do you feel so satisfied? Yeah. I would say no, but oh, it upsetting. kind of has an interesting reason for it. Okay. I don't want to give anything. Because there's DLC coming. Don't give anything away. I don't want to give anything don't away. Don't give anything. Sure. Yeah, uh, that's fine. We can talk about a, it later. It's a. It's a. Um. It kind of does a Zelda ending. Don't give anything. Away. Okay. No, so that means that the director flies across Hyrule Field and you chase after it, and Jesse has a has a horse. Well, I like it. I'm on board. And then the horse becomes a motorcycle. You're open to do other things after you beat the game. Got it. Okay, is what I'm saying. Yeah, about it. Uh, so I think uh, maybe this is going to be controversial. I don't know. Oh, um, oh, I think it's white great. people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this out of the way. It's a great game. Yeah, it keeps tripping over. It's very video gaminess. Hmm. It, oh, I get a that. lot of points. Just feels like 
third-person shooter with a really cool skin. Yeah, the the, the actual shooting itself seems fine, but it, it's like I'm also I'm doing a lot of min-maxing um, and like managing resources mm, and crafting and mm, acquiring lots of useless mods that I don't really want to keep acquiring. Mm, like I, I just I just sort of throw them into the mill and get money um, for it. Um, does everyone know the conceit of this game, Joe? You control. I know what it looks like. Do you know what it's about? There's a house. There's a building you're in, and there's lots of weird stuff going on in the building. And I don't necessarily want to know too much more than that. Yeah, That's no. Fair. I'm on, I'm on How jo- familiar I'm on are you with SCPs? I don't know what that is, but I don't want oh to. Oh my god! How do you? Oh my god! Thank I god want- I'm not the only person that was like ignorant about the subject. Okay. Oh Jesus! All right, I, yeah, I'm actually really glad for Dil- happy for Dylan in this moment because wow, I guess I'm. Is this uh, some kind of like one. spooky story thing? Yeah. So, um, okay, I, I want to talk about this because this is <laughs> this is okay, my excuse in. to talk about SCP. All right, so SCP is SC a cup. Got it. Is it what? Nothing. Keep going. Uh, SCP is a online collaborative narrative wiki where SCP stands for Secure Control Protect, right? Contain Protect. Secure oh, Contain. Pro- yeah. I still don't know what it means, but I thought it was an E. No, SCP. Got it. SCP, Secure, Contain, Protect. Mm -hmm. So it is a collaborative narrative thing where basically you create a a wiki entry for a SCP. Now, what an SCP is, is an anomalous object that has certain uh, properties that um, is contained within this facility. Um, we're in multiple facilities like they're all over the globe and then the organization itself like keeps tabs on all of them essentially they are things that threaten the reality of our world yes you ever seen warehouse 13 it so warehouse 13 is widely considered uh, an scp show or the ending of Raiders of lost ark there's there's nothing yes yeah yeah. there's nothing warehouse in that uh like canonically branching off of the scp universe except for a select couple of indie games right Mm -hmm. Um, the but horror games specifically mostly but, yeah. yeah um and so there's just things that like uh members of this community have sort of deemed like scp related material just on basis of right. how they operate warehouse 13 is one of them if you've seen cabin in the woods that's another yeah yeah um, that's right uh, uh, this is sort of being considered by a lot of the community the unofficial AAA SCP game. That's right. rad. Um, because it works out just the same. There's a facility that you go into. They have all these anomalous... Right, weird anomalous objects. Uh, they are called altered items or objects of power. But everyone should really go check out the SCP wiki. Because okay. It's cool as hell. So Alex cursed me. <laughs> with knowledge and introduced me to this wiki yeah and then i spent way too much time yeah reading them in order like an idiot what do you mean like an idiot <laughs> all right to clarify <laughs> the size of this wiki is like nine thousand items deep no i can understand why you would start with one because then you want to see the growth of and, the and community is no number well, one well right that's like they're not even order. better they're not in order of like when they were created because uh, there are some that reference others that's cool mm. and that you are, might jump around not, a yeah. lot um, it's a lot to dig through and oh, it can i didn't get finish it i think i got to like to 2000 yeah. i also you got to like 200 also if you don't like scary shit i would recommend uh getting an ad blocker software and blocking all the images on this wiki because there's a lot of like grotesque upsetting and a lot of it's cannot wait a lot of it's meant to be very spooky scary uh the most famous is a statue that if uh and if you look at it if anyone isn't looking at it it moves with blinding speed and snaps your neck right Uh, oh 
Yeah, Doctor the Who. Weeping yeah. Angels. Yeah, um, yeah, and it features heavily in the most famous SCP game, which is called Containment Breach, and is like the main antagonist that sort of follows you through the game. Uh, if at any, like, you actually have a blink meter, it slowly drains, but you can hold down space to blink um, to like refill it. But like every time you blink, it like it moves jumps. closer to yeah, and moves um, closer. There are uh, also things are rated on a order of like containment, uh, danger, danger. Yeah, so I, like this safe is familiar now. Euclid, which is like we don't know exactly how this thing operates. It could be dangerous. Kepler, uh, Keter, Keter. Yeah, Keter is the most dangerous. No, no, no. There's one above that. Oh, that's right. They kept adding. So like when I got into this, it was just those three. Right. And I've and noticed they've added a lot more. No, no, no. There's like so, a polyon, which means if it gets out, it could end the world. Right. So uh, they have different ratings for like um, uh, end, end of the world scenarios. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this one is a, you know, zero one five end of the world scenario. Mm-hmm. This one is XXX. But it's really cool because like some of them are like, oh, this one is just super interesting. Yeah. Like, oh, the, yeah. oh no, this one's going to give me nightmares. Yeah. Um, like there's, a, there's cool. one that's just like a bottle of pills and there's only only 20 left but they cure anything right you and, know? and, and yeah. before that like 20 entries before that there is a zombie plague and so they purposely test the cure-all pills against the zombie, against plague. The zombie plague yeah um there's and that entry is constantly getting updated with like whenever a new entry they decide they should test the pill on yeah. it like yeah. they'll add it to the pills there's dupli- entry there's a duplication machine right that they test the pills on the duplication machine and yeah. they are they duplicate but with less efficacy oh, right cool. there's yeah. the house of pipes which is fucked up that that whole entry is great but I yeah fucking send, hate me, that send me that yeah i'll send yeah it. I, I yeah we should share some scps but yeah, anyway yeah, yeah. uh control unofficial scp game and it's actually apparently very deliberate remedy i didn't realize this until it launched but remedy um someone talked about remedy saying that this was actually definitely scp inspired from the beginning oh of course i mean, well, I mean it seems almost control in the title I mean, yeah <laughs> come on there's a the sequel protect right yeah, yeah. um they call their scps altered items uh and anything that might be not an item but like but like something that happened an altered world event mm. um and there's also stuff like objects of power which are the items that give you new abilities uh like the gun stop and that's where <laughs> we stop <laughs> Uh, so Nelson anyway. feels very strongly about going into this game. I'm, I'm very not, I'm blind. Not gonna, I'm not gonna. Yeah. So we're not gonna go into much else of the story. But um, you really like the game. I did like it. Yes. Oh, I, okay. Coming, Past coming tense. From that's not good. Video that's game. not a good sign. But it's gamey. No, yeah. no, no. I, I, I like it. It's a it. digi game. Yeah. It's uh, of course gorgeous. Of course. I want to say that now. It is maybe one of the finest examples of like technical artistry in a video game that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, More like technical RTX. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I heard uh, you should uh, not play uh, this game uh, on a a non-pro version of a home console. I hear it runs very poorly on the wait. on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Can't wait to get this uh, on Black Friday. Uh, and if you play it, I would highly recommend if you can play it on a PC with that RTX cranked up. This is an RTX killer app. This is a reason to own a Someone else card. said that. Someone yeah. else said that. I think a lot of people. I think the, I think the more it's coming out, like I think Digital Foundry covered it and was like. No, you need to understand. Like this is what RTX looks like when it's masterfully this was masterfully yeah. used. Um, I don't want to cut you off, Alex, but I want to give uh, Man, people so another, much else. N- another chance <laughs> to talk. We there will be more episodes. I promise <laughs> there won't be. And Nelson, crack right, I'm gonna, I'm crack gonna see, I'm like, can I just run through? Yeah, hit okay. me. Hit All me. Right. Uh, there's like rainbow hued ripples when something explodes that like crackle across your screen. Telekinetic attacks that just sort of like rip through stuff it's very juicy jumpy it's pa- 
powerful. Uh, combat is a super intense dance of like finding openings with your enemies to exploit and them very easily capitalizing on yours as well. Um, it's, uh, it's everything about this world is super eye-catching and interesting. Weapon is a very unique thing that I just love how it's built, how it morphs, how you upgrade it. Um, I think the story is a little too... It's fine. Nelson's just plugging his ears. Okay. So he didn't hear um, any spoils. It's good. It's it's sort of... Uh, it's intentionally confusing uh-huh. and like, you know, it doesn't yeah. reveal a whole lot to sort of fit with that I like style the FMV stuff with uh, the professor dude. Seems interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Um, I liked learning as much as I could and I think as much as it gave is, is a good amount. Um, okay. I'm going to cut you off. Okay, damn it. Okay. Right. We'll talk about it more. I promise. Right, right, right. I want to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Joe, that's fine. What have you been playing? Give me All a game. Right. Yeah. Any game. All right. Well, look. Here's the deal. I've been playing Final Fantasy XII. Yes. I played a bit of that. Which one's that? So it was recently remastered with the Zodiac. It's the one Gage. with both the, the greatest Final wait, Fantasy wait, character. Hold on. Hold on. I saw a clip of this guy. Hold on. Wait. Is this the very regal guy? He got is a vest, it, he's the yeah. leading man, of course. He's. A, yes. He literally yeah. walks into the game. And he says, "The leading man has entered the stage." Yeah. yeah. It's so good. <laughs> okay. I went to a panel. Yes. At PAX West. I swear to God, if you say with this voice actor. No. Okay. I went to a panel called um, Sexy Characters for the Rest of Us. Yes. Um, there are people from, you know, the, the LGBTQ community, um, uh, you know, people of color, mm-hmm. uh, women talking about characters and games they find attractive. Mm-hmm. Someone mm-hmm. mentioned this dude and showed that clip. Yeah, they did. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, buddy. So um, someone, uh, another person also, uh, their chosen character was Thane from Mass Effect that 2. That makes all the sense in the world. The kind of lizardy humanoid yeah. dude. Yeah. Hmm. He got thick lips. Thane's got thick lips. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I know what I like. <laughs> no judgment. All right. Goddamn so, right. But, FF12. Balthier, like, I, I, there's a lot to say about him. The, yeah. My favorite thing about this character is that he is not the main character, so he has this license to always be right. Yes, um, it's great. He, he, he'll come up to a scene and like there's you introduce to a character, and it's like everyone thinks this character is a traitor, but Balthier is like with no knowledge of what actually happened is like, but maybe there's more to the story. Yeah, and then it turns out there's more to the story. Yeah. Every, yeah. and then there's a character that you meet who do, who seems trustworthy but is not, and Balthier's like, but who are you really? Yeah, and everybody brushes it aside, but it's like no, Balthier's obviously right. Yeah, and it's just consistently he's it's so. It's cool like good it's so good and 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 like some of it kind of makes sense because he's got this like underworld connection so it's like oh you're just smarter than everyone in the room he he definitely is like he's meant to be this like dashing like world like you know world traveled kind of hero yeah he's on solo into the jrpg trope of of like a character who's Who's who is like I don't like that race, and then the protagonist is like, "Whoa, racism is bad," and he's like, "You don't understand. His race killed my parents." And the main character is like, "Oh, racism's more <laughs> complex than I thought." No. Like, okay, good. So <laughs> it's, it's it's not it, it he. He's see, just el- the most elves, senpai, I think, is elves really... Elves are black people. <laughs> just, there, there's no <laughs> more senpai character in Final Fantasy than Balthier, I feel like. Okay, Oron. Okay, maybe he's close. It's it, but it's those yeah. two. Like you'll never uh, top those two, right? Unless um, you're, you know, I really think determined. Bill and I are on the same page. Just like these are character names. D- these, yeah, these right. are some Final Fantasy. Play ass. Final Fantasy twelve because it. Uh, never no. mind. I was 12's, say, play Final Fantasy twelve. 
Toast Toast cool. It's 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 definitely like people made a lot of comparisons to Star Wars. That feels That's pretty exactly apt. what I was gonna say. Um, yeah. The setting it does have a very like nice feel though. Like it's I like my working knowledge that all Final Fantasy games are just numbers in my head, and like most of them I can't like attribute to any like this seven. Obviously seven I can point. I like know you some, know Cloud. I, He's cla- in that, that Smashing Brothers blah, blah, blah. lady meme. Is yeah, just like yeah, all these yeah, numbers. Yeah, but like and titles. eleven. I mean I know eleven is MMO. Thirteen Lightning. I guess uh, all of the thirteen. The, the true definition of Final Fantasy to me is a few nostalgic buttons it's certain musical scores uh it's character it's 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 the appearance of things like black mages it's names like sid like yeah. because the worlds are often so drastically different and i've been playing 15 as well 15 is like a weirdly like american like western kind of 100%. like modern western kind of thing and yeah he, and it's it's despite that the you can have these insanely different settings but as long as you have these buttons of final fantasy it's like um but I'm still trying to save these crystals, right? It's still Final <laughs> Fantasy. And I think it... My sword's still huge. It, it weirdly works. Like, yeah. it's, it's it works yeah. the thing. I mean, that does mean that there's Final Fantasies you won't, that people won't like, or maybe you hate all JRPGs and you won't like any. Uh, but 12 is very different from... Like, it's probably the most distinct Final Fantasy in terms of the combat system. You're... you're you have a party and you and you go in. It's not turn based though. You do you can issue commands almost like Dragon Age, but also you can go to a shop ahead of time and there's a basically a big shop of what are essentially bullions. Yeah. If enemy is at negative tw- less than twenty percent health, oh. or if ally is poisoned, or all these different conditionals, you can buy them and then equip them to characters and then basically program how they behave in combat. Weird. It's in like a ranking. Yeah. Yes. It's really it's cool. Where they have to buy them though. Yeah. It's, or it's, you find them. Uh, are yeah, they permanent. The, you have them permanently. Yeah, you, you can, unlock them. So sorry, once you get one, you have it for everyone. Yeah, got it. Yeah, okay, yeah. but can it be only equipped to one person at a time? No, no. no. Interesting. Interesting. You're unlocking that ability to, to program kinda, that characters that way. Yeah, that's kind of really smart. It's like it. it's gamey, but it but does good. end up being a really cool reward. So when you're like, yeah. oh, here we go. This is this is what I needed to kind of solve this problem I've been having in combat. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Not to get away from digi games, but you've also been playing a Final Fantasy card game. Well, Have that's you? actually not true. Oh, I, uh, so, so the thing is, you collecting the cards? He's been posting pictures of all these fucking I, Final Fantasy I cards have on played the card game. Yeah. And I would love to play it. The problem is, no one plays it. Aww. So I've been ba- posting pictures of the cards on my Discord, and I've just been telling, like, like, people who I know could play it, I'll be like, hey, you want to play Final Fantasy TCG tonight? I've got them all on Tabletop Simulator. Uh, so I've been, <laughs> I've been trying really hard. I got one person to agree to play, mm-hmm. and then I realized, oh, I've agreed to go watch It Chapter 2 tonight. So the one time uh, I could have played this... Now, you fucked up. I've played it before, and it is an awesome card game, actually. Like, it's... I mean, it still boils down to you trying to beat your opponent, mm-hmm. but it does a ton of interesting things with, like deck construction uh you can if you are just a really big vincent fan you can make your deck out of entirely vincent's perfect and there's there's a reason you know you can't have more than one vincent out but you can use vincent's in your hand to activate abilities on your vincent on the field and lots of other unique Got things um, a vincent in the hand is worth two in the bush exactly yeah. exactly it's, right. a, it's a cool card game all right i'm gonna take the, the the conch from you i'm gonna give it to nelson astral chain all right i'm taking the conch back from nelson going to back Damn show. <laughs> all right so i do have uh, uh, I'll throw the question to you. It, this is going to be quick. Astral Chain. Anime, cyberpunk, cops. You with me? Nah, that last one, though. Dylan's out. Uh, well, so here's the thing. All right, so you play as one of two twins. Guys, give me like one second because I cannot stress to you enough. This game got way cooler like five minutes in and then kept building on that. Okay. Um, but the cops part doesn't put you off? 
It does, but I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Because you're not playing a cop. You're playing like a SWAT team member. That's not much better. So it's like you only get called in when it's specifically about these things called chimeras, which are monsters or demons or whatever. The ones that you chain. Yeah. You're a special um, unit, essentially. So there are like, wait, what would you say? You're a special unit. You're a hundred percent. Your persona. 100%. Yes. Um, <laughs> You're right, So you pick. You pick to play as the uh, feminine uh, twin or the masculine twin, and then whichever one you don't pick, their name is Akira Howard. You pick the first name of your character, Cassandra. Uh, <laughs> damn it! Actually, I don't think Cassandra would have fit. Um, it's weird, but you are a regular police officer and then you get pulled into this like mission that involves people dying and there being giant monsters called chimeras which are like weird if you've ever like seen devil may cry four or five those kind of demons where it's like Mm. it's a mix of a bunch of things looks like a digital monster honestly the whole game looks like if you made digimon more rad um but (laughs) impossible (laughs) truly um because you can't improve on perfection but then you get you get a chimera that you chain and control and from the beginning it's like hey guys like it's probably not cool that we're doing this because it shows the pain that the chimera is going through what if i'm being chained up no it's the children who are (laughs) (laughs) i believe the children are the monsters um and then it's just a cool fucking fighting game (laughs) But you can like pick. So here's the thing I didn't know. I didn't know you could make your own character. You you choose your like character, skin tone, hairstyle, face, eye color, all that. And then you can do that for your Legion, which is a trained Chimera who is like on your side. And then you can add more like it. Five minutes into the game, it blows up in terms of things you can do because you can change your character. You can have three or four different weapons. You can enhance your own stats on each of those weapons. So it's like, I want to do more damage on my sword more than my baton. Uh, And then you can do that with your legion. And then it's like, do you want to also change the colors of your legion? Oh, man. You're making me want this game so bad. The game's... Oh, oh, oh. No, and then you can change the color of the UI because you just unlock. They have like random instead of achievements, they just say like, "All right, well, I don't know, take a picture of an enemy." I'm such a sucker and for customization. Get, it's good, man. Mm-hmm. It's really mm-hmm. good. It's like that. take a take a picture of of an enemy, and then that will just give you like, "All right, cool." Now now instead of an achievement, you have a reward in the game of like whether that's a color set or uh, I'm trying to remember, I think it's like a gene code. Is what it's called when you want to upgrade your your legion or your abilities, um, but the presentation of the combat itself is one of the coolest fucking things because you start you get to a point where, and I'm still sort of in tutorial mode. You get to a point where it does not let you go on until you beat this like advanced combat training, where they make you go through all of the like mini bosses that you've hit up till now because if you can't get past that you should not play the rest of the game hmm. it's it's really interesting because they want to make sure that you have a handle on everything to the point where if you want to not play it on platinum standard mode which is it's made by platinum games is this you, like heroic no it's 
Actually, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Platinum Standard is like their version of like, it's the way it's meant to be played. Got it. But that's not the default. Yeah. Like the default is one step down it's where normal. like the Legion mm-hmm. does more than what you need it than mm. what you order it to do. Like okay. it's sort okay. of on its own. Got it. Um, How are you playing? I'm playing on Platinum Standard mm. because <laughs> if this is anything like Bayonetta in terms of combat, I want that. And also it's Vincent, it's even better than Bayonetta. I've looked at like, wow, wow, that's like presentation wise, oh, like okay. it's fucking rad. The, the, okay. I've, I've, okay. I've specifically avoided it a Not lot of combo footage, wise. But the like seeing what the combat looks like and how cinematic it gets, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. And then my brother who's been playing is like, yeah, that's what it feels like when you're playing it too. hundred yeah. percent. So like there there are times where you will do a combo and at the end of the combo you'll glow. And if you hit the button at the right time and the window is short. If you hit the button at the right time, your legion will come out and like sweep the opponent up into the air and then you'll glow again. And if you hit it at the right time, they do like a slamming motion and it feels like you do that because it's it's not so much like, oh, I hit a button and it did a thing. It's I am commanding this autonomous thing to help me out and to come into battle. So they did a really, really good job of you being in control of your human player character actions and the legion having a mind of its own but also being told where to go and when to do certain things got it um yeah it's like it's really hard to describe it without just being like yo just like get your hands on it and then it got cooler oh geez yeah there's a co-op <laughs> mode there's a co-op mode okay do you get to play as the legion yes oh. nice. you can just play as the legion are you have you played it no okay nobody in my house would okay play it. the okay. game's really that game no, is fucking no one touches hard game. that game is hard for me and i love devil may cry and bayonetta my my one platinum inset is is mm-hmm. wonderful 101 and so like i remember that getting ah, ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah after a point it's oh it's good my platinum game is near automata by far near ultimatoes is that platinum yeah it is it's yoko taro yeah with platinum fuck which oh. is why it's the first good yoko taro game so that's so <laughs> i will say damn. the one tip i'm well yeah i will say one one tip though before you get into the combat of the game so like hit pause make sure subtitles are on if that's your thing they will be um there are different control settings and if the default one is attack is on the right trigger, which is weird. And then dodge is on B. Ah. So I fucked myself because now I'm automatically locked Doing into that? that. No. Because the other way Attacks that you do it is attack is... Buttons. Thank so you. That's, that's play that mode actually, two. That actually might be one of my biggest problems with any Dark Souls game. Well, that's what they're that's doing in, in Assassin's Creed now. It's driving and me insane. And it doesn't make any sense. It's bad. I don't... Know, I don't bad i don't i don't i've never had a problem with it but uh, it's not my preferred way well it's just so weird because like they have they have a blueprint for how they've been doing this so it's odd but playset two is right trigger is dodge exactly like um near automata and then one of the face button have whatever weirdly similar have you guys ever noticed that you kind of seamlessly go from either like Xbox or PlayStation controllers where the select button is the bottom button mm-hmm. and then in a switch it's the it's the A button on the right side and you don't ever really think about it but you're you 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 naturally get it that like I think about it, it pressing okay is I think about it sometimes it fucks me up yeah me too yeah, oh, really yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I guess I don't know yeah because it's also that like because I'm more used to Xbox just even though I, I didn't own an Xbox this generation 
and on Switch, A and B are swapped and X and Y are swapped. It's, it's so weird. And it fucks with me. It, that that it specifically does. is so weird. Yeah. I don't know why they did it. They occasionally have that issue. But Astral Chain. Astral Chain's great and it keeps getting better. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I want to briefly talk about one Digi game. Oh, one really Digi game? What? Okay. What game? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pokemon Masters is this new. Uh, bye. Uh, do you, no, Nelson, I'm come kidding. Back. Kind uh, of. Po- so, how much money you're at? I, I haven't spent anything yet. Smart I'm, man. I'm not that deep. <laughs> I hear that once you finish like the story, mm-hmm. but that's when it starts getting pretty pricey. Um, but I don't even know if who who knows. I'll probably finish the story and be like, I got my fill. Yeah. But the conceit is that you go to uh, you're in the Pokemon Masters League. And you're going to this this uh, this. I'm not sure if it's an island. It's an or artificial region. island. Uh, yes. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, like the one in Yu-Gi-Oh! And also like the one in Astral Chain. Never heard of it. No. <laughs> um, and the conceit is everyone is here. Yeah. Um, so it's literally Smash Brothers. Everyone is here. <laughs> <laughs> it's every named Pokemon character. Yeah. From the franchise. Brock, Misty. Brock, Misty, Cynthia. Troy? Uh, the Tracy is who you're thinking. Uh, of. That's the one I'm thinking. But Tracy 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 isn't part of game canon. This Trunks. Is, this is no, that's no. Vegeta. Huh? No. Piccolo. No. One Piece. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Is Attack on Titan Mr. One, Piece. One Piece is here. <laughs> oh, we don't talk about Attack on Titan anymore, Nelson. <laughs> uh, One Punch Man is here. No. Um, That'd be good. But it's everyone from the game canon. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's every gym leader you've ever fought, every Pokemon champion. And you uh, throw Pokeballs at them. Yes. Yeah. And you capture catch them. the leaders. Yes. Yeah. Finally, I have Brock. No, it's a three-on-three it's a three-on-three uh, Pokemon match. So it's yeah. turn-based, but it's, it's active time. So you have like a meter at the bottom that goes down when uh-huh. you use a move and it slowly refills. Um, and Pokemon weaknesses are there, yada, 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 yada. Yeah. The Pokemon part, fighting the Pokemon battles is the least interesting part of this game to me. Is it? Um, the most interesting part is talking to all of these characters that have, in totality, across the games, maybe like five lines. But yeah. in this game, it's like, Hey, this is Brock. They have fully modeled Brock. Yeah. And he has voiced lines and he articulates. Oh, I didn't know he was, it was voice. Not fully. It's not like every piece of dialogue is voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll have some barks. And like when you first meet them, uh-huh. they have like a dedicated line that's both in the in the word balloon cool. and they speak. That's um, cool. But you talk to Brock. You talk to Misty. And then you run into the Goldenrod City gym leader. Who yeah. is notoriously tough because her milk tank will fuck you up. That's right. I always had a hard time with uh, with uh, with with. Um, I already blanked out on her name. Wh- Milk tank was, was a Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like this is one step beyond what my Pokemon like fandom is. Like, yeah, my personal like two steps I, for me. I like Pokemon. I like all the Pokemon monsters. I don't think I have internally like the the the. I don't know any of these characters except for Brock and Misty. Question. Yeah, Professor Oak's grandson. What's his name? All right, Gary. Right? Nope. No, it it's not. Blue. It's blue. It's blue. It is it's blue. The dumbest shit. So because in, red in, is canon. In the game canon, the protagonist of Pokemon Red, Blue, and, and Yellow is red, and the antagonist, the rival, is blue. Mm, in I the hate anime, it. it's Ash and Gary. I hate They're it. They're the exact That's same right. characters. Yeah. I know, but I hate it. <laughs> um, but instead of being introduced to the game when you first boot up the game, instead of there being Professor Oak, it's blue. Yeah, which is, which cool. is actually really dope. In yeah. the game, I always need things like Poop Boy or something, you yeah. know? Yeah, asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, asshole ah, Poop yeah, Boy. that's right. My grandson, <laughs> asshole. That's always the best part because he's like, oh, here's my grandson. Uh, what's his name again? Oh, that's right. Motherfucker. Yeah. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Professor Oak, maybe you should, you know, you okay? retire. <laughs> like, you can't remember your own family's oh, name. Oh, it's fine. Just fight these animals. Yes. <laughs> and bring them back to me. <laughs> um, also, don't smoke tall grass. Right, right, right. <laughs> 
but uh, bring that back to me as well. I think it's great <laughs> because you have these little like one of like there are Mass Effect two style loyalty missions that you go on with all of your friends when well, you get now. them, but you don't fight. You just go and talk to them. See, I'm I'm actually more interested in that. Whitney is just on the beach hanging out with her milk tank. She's like, I think this is a cool part of town. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> and you're like, cool, Whitney. You're awesome. Also, Persona has changed also, the world. Also, yes. also, agreed. Hang on, milk tank. Milk tank. <laughs> I like milk tank. So I didn't realize you were talking about a Pokemon at first, yeah, and I was like, Pokemon. You should not say also, that about a person. Milk tank. Their uh, their idol animation. Yeah. Do they just it's got some jiggle oh. to it? Hmm. Like they have so, like so they've seen my Twitter account. Does it have jiggle physics? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you pet the jiggle physics? <laughs> Probably. Um, Is it debug menu? It's like oh, it's it's great. I love okay. this game. I love this game. If you're into it, I feel like that says a lot. I think this was a great. So I I traditionally have uh like post packs cooldown games. Mm-hmm. So for Pack South, it was Kuso. Uh, which is the sequel to love because like this very like uh it's like an atari pixel art-esque uh okay yeah, yeah. uh platformer mm-hmm. made by fred wood um but for this i think it was pokemon masters i like okay. downloaded it and i just started that's cool as someone who has had a long-standing uh uh nostalgia and relationship with pokemon and the greater pokemon canon and these characters in pokemon you know i can't wait till i meet um Crash Awake, because Crash Awake has fucked me up in a Pokemon battle Crash or two. All right, Dylan, I'm gonna have to cut you off now. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's probably I for the best. Th- I think I think we can maybe wrap uh, on a game that we've all been playing. The, the game, game of, of life. life. Thank you. Damn it! Why did I not think you that can find was me coming? at Whitico on a <laughs> <laughs> Twitch eventually? <laughs> you just uh, want to do my outro? <laughs> so Tetris Effect is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. The Tetris Effect is dope. Yeah. Joe, uh, have you touched it yet? He's, he's touching it right now. That case is empty. I checked. That's because <laughs> it's actually inside the PS4. <laughs> yeah, you might. I did see it on your screen, so I was like, oh, well, cool. We can talk about that finally as a four-man roundtable. Um, man, what a game is Tetris Effect. I know it's just Tetris with prettier with effects. graphics. That, it, with effects. It is very pretty. That is exactly what it is. It it's makes Tetris you feel good. It's, it, it does. It's a good feeling game. Right it's a soul. real zen, like soulful, sit down and let all your worries float away kind of game. Perhaps a game of the year candidate? I would say <laughs> very strong game of the year candidate. Joe, you're awfully quiet. Are you not feeling it? That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I let you guys get carried away with it. It, it, it is like presentation wise just pleasant like it's it's hard to i don't know the it's the way gorgeous. the music works in time with your moves yes the quantized music is yeah it's nuts favorite uh favorite set piece so far since they're all like different sort of uh visual motifs and and soundscapes um are you asking yeah you tell me yours um i like the original or the first one i like it's all first connected yeah um mm. i like the one with the uh the jade lions in the fire. Yeah, that was, was going to say. I think that one's my favorite so far. Yeah. Uh, there's one with windmills. That one windmills I also like. great. Yeah. yeah. Windmills was cool. Uh, Joe? Uh, I, I, honestly, I, th- I think... <laughs> he's trying the first to stall because he obviously <laughs> hasn't played this game. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, uh... And then he, he like, behind <laughs> you is trying to play it. <laughs> this one. This one. Wait. Uh, yeah, I like this one. <laughs> I, I genuinely do think that the first one is pretty good. It's, so. yeah. pretty, it's yeah. a really perfect first yeah. like level. So of, apparently, they're, gonna, they're going to release an OST for this. Oh, good. But it's Thank been taking God. them for a long ass time because apparently 
unquantizing the music is <laughs> is becoming a challenge. Okay. I can imagine as such. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a, a similar effect in Wind Waker and sort of how that soundtrack did it was it had a version of the track with the quanti effects and then it kind of looped right into the one with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, That's red. Because I think like during bosses and mini bosses, when you attack them, you'll notice like stings in the orchestra rise bum, up and bum, bum, I don't know. God, yeah, so oh yeah, okay. Now I know. Bum, yeah, yeah. I think sneaking around had some stuff too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They never brought back the counter mechanic in Wind Waker. In Wind Waker, in later Zelda. Oh, the parry. Yeah. You do yeah. have it in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. That's good. The roll around it's, is it's, what made yeah, it. Yeah, that one was yeah. always really cool. I remember as a kid, it made me really frustrated because I could never do it. Oh man, oh, I did it. But, I think uh, Wind Waker was probably the best combat in a Zelda game. And well, Breath of the Wild is different because you can approach it in different ways. Wind Waker, like press. the actual like sword, swordy yes. like fighty combat. Wind Waker, pretty yeah. much. The if best. not for Breath of the Wild, Wind Waker would still be my favorite yeah. 3D Zelda. Well, no, actually, I think Majora's Mask might have usurped it, but really good, really I good. Put Breath of the Wild up there, my number one. Yeah. Same Anyways, anywho, that's anywho. video games. That's digi games. Digi games. Digi games. I do have another analog game to talk about, but maybe next time. Maybe next time. Nelson, hi. Where can people find you? On Twitch, apparently, allegedly, Eventually. supposedly. So Eventually. they say. Uh, at Whitico on pretty much everything. Twitch, you heard me. Uh, Twitter, ArtStation, Dribble, or just go to witta.co, W-H-I-T-T-I dot C-O. That'll give you links to everything. Oh, also, um, we have a new episode of the Video Game Book Club out mm-hmm. at videogamebook.club. Uh, we talked about Grand Theft Auto 3. That game does not hold up. <laughs> uh, Turns out. Yeah. Weird yeah. enough. Yeah. So uh, listen to that as well. Alex? Uh, everywhere that you see G H O D A N Godan, that's probably me. Mm-hmm. Um, except for that one weird Finnish guy on Twitter. Wow! Never ever post a tweet. Stolen. Uh, what yeah. you need to do is you need to get the trademark and then sue his ass. <laughs> yes, that's yes. right. Uh, yes. So on yes. Twitter, there's an underscore at the end of that. Uh, but yeah, that's me. You can find him playing a bunch of Brawl Stars. Yeah, on Brawl Stars. Well, it's made me frustrated lately, but we didn't get into that. Um, the soccer mode's fine. <laughs> I hate it. I hate Brawl Ball. Why was it? Why do they do that? Love <laughs> Lucio Ball though. You can uh, you can light a candle, go into a dark bathroom, and look into the mirror, say my name three times, and then that's one way to find me. Or you can go to at instant at gerb <laughs> at, at, at gerb on Twitter. One of these is look at that right. Yeah. Yeah. Your name G R H B. Your name being Joe Wetmore. My name is Joe Wetmore. Your name is your name is Joe Wetmore. I am Joe Wetmore. Who are you? I'm Dylan Alvento, and you can uh, find me at Dylan Alvento. That's I L V E N T O. Got it. You can also Got find it. this podcast and all of our other podcasts on Twitter at Ward Video Games or online oh. at Video. No. Nope. At Ward. At Digi. <laughs> oh, no. At Digi. At digi video games. games. Uh, you're going to register the Digi.games <laughs> URL right now. On nice. The hover. Um, uh, at Ward games.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search Ward cast in a track mode in a track mode you can find track mode joe track mode's going well right honestly it's pretty nuts i mean we've gone through some dark times with that series mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. angry times some, some burp times, yeah. burp times. I, mm. I, i've hated some movies <laughs> it was the best <laughs> of times it was the burp, burp of times. times but um man I, we're getting closer and closer to what i consider like 
the the like weird discovery of how bad video game movies were era where people started realizing oh maybe you shouldn't make video game movies but people kept <laughs> making video game movies and i feel like that's like you know late 90s early right. 2000s yeah. you gotta break through that darkest period and then eventually you get through the oh these are starting to get like okay oh, like watchable i guess well, we haven't touched the uve bowl film right yet. yeah oh, or geez. a yeah. single pokemon movie which is weird pokemon one's good <laughs> They're all good. Oh. I've only seen Pokemon one. That's a lot, Dylan. That's a, that's a lot. To, that's a lot to ah, say. Uh, I gave Nick and Joe the list of the next two movies to watch, and they looked at them and they go, "Can we watch one of these? that's not an anime fighting game movie." <laughs> yeah. and, the, and you looked at them and said, "No." <laughs> I looked down and I said, "No." No. Uh, You're all locked in here with me. <laughs> there you go. That's a good movie too. We should watch Watchmen. <laughs> it's is fun. it the HBO series is coming soon? Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that. Robert Redford's the president. Is Robert Redford still acting? Really? I thought he quit. I thought he was retiring. Uh, they, he's probably not on screen, but they use his picture. Oh, and weird. Stuff. <laughs> huh. Yeah, Endgame was like his last film. Yeah. Allegedly. Hmm. Allegedly. So maybe he'll be on television. Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, loophole. Loophole. Uh, well, uh, we don't have any loopholes here for you. No, we don't. I'm leaving. Bye. Bye. Good night. Bye, everyone.